Okay, I think we are live. So uh, thank you so much for doing this, Brittany. And um, why don't you let the listeners and the viewers know um, where, where, like, where are you from? How did you get started with your business? And um, we'll take it from there. Yeah, so my name is Brittany. Um, I own my own social media marketing business. I handle a bunch of local businesses, social media, essentially Facebooks and Instagrams. Um, I went to VCU in Richmond for college. I graduated with a degree in broadcast journalism, um, but I knew I didn't want to be a reporter because I didn't want to stay up until 3 a.m. and cover shootings in the middle of nowhere. So um, my first job out of school was actually in radio advertising. I did that for two years and I learned so much just about all types of advertising because if one of my clients there wanted to buy newspaper, wanted to buy a magazine or television, I had to be able to tell them why they should choose radio. And during all of that, I would try to build promotions with clients around social media. And so many of my clients couldn't, I mean, Facebook, you know, Facebook was in, in existence and Instagram was just kind of starting back then, but none of them could even put together the simplest of promotions. So, um, I'm actually from Chesapeake, Virginia, and my husband is from Suffolk, and we were living in North Carolina when he was in law school, and so when we moved back to the Virginia Beach area, Hampton Roads area, where we always wanted to come back to, I knew I didn't want to stay in radio, um, so I decided I was going to start my own business, um, and it all just kind of happened. I mean, obviously, back then, you couldn't go to school for social media. I know now they offer classes on it and things like that. So I was pretty much just diving into anything I could find online. Um, YouTube videos. Um, I had met with a girl in Richmond who kind of already did what I wanted to do. And I kind of picked her brain a little bit. Um, and I actually just emailed a couple of clients, like, which is so silly because when I was in radio, I used to cold call businesses all the time and I wasn't afraid of that. Um, but you know, when it's your business, it, it's a little bit scarier. Uh, so I just kind of timidly emailed a few businesses and was like, Hey, I'll do it for free for you for a week. And then if you like it, then you can hire me. Um, and a bridal magazine actually responded and was like, sure, that sounds great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so I was able to grow their following by like 50 people in the first week or something, which is not, um, that's a very aggressive growth amount for anyone. Um, so I was really diving into it and putting everything I had into it and she, she let me do it. And from there, I just kind of snowballed. Um, I've never done any sort of advertising to try to get new clients. They've all found me through word of mouth. Um, which has been so humbling and so cool. Um, but I think it's a growing industry, you know, everyone, it's hard to run a business and also successfully run your social media. And so a lot of business owners do need that extra help. No, that's great. Thank you for setting it up. Um, so I'm going to take you back to uh, BCU. You say what, what type of uh, student were you, were you, uh, were you bookworm or were you kind of go figure it out and do things out of the class? Like how did you kind of yeah, come up as, like, uh, with your education? My husband is like the book smart one and I'm kind of the street smart one. Um, I was the president of my sorority. So I was very much um, very active and very much so in just sort of like a leadership role, trying to be in front of things. Um, being in charge of 90 women is really hard um, and really crazy. But my schooling, I mean, obviously I took a few math classes and things like that, but it was very, um, it was almost a content creation 
sort of major to go out and create your own news stories. I mean, you had to learn how to capture B-roll, which is kind of background um, video for a video. And now that everything in social media is evolving to that, I am able to kind of pull that. And we did a lot of video editing, which was cool and helpful now. I mean, I if we had had the tools now that we had had back then, it would have made it so much easier. I mean, I have an app on my phone that can make a gnarly video, uh, but we had to use these giant machines at VCU. Um, but I think my, my schooling was just very hands-on. Um, it wasn't, there weren't a lot of rules with it. There weren't a lot of books. It was just kind of figure it out, make the best thing you can make. Love that. And so when you were doing radio sales, what's something that you took from that position and that you applied to your business? Because I can imagine you're probably working with like larger clients, I'm trying to picture the timeline here, but you know, you're probably, I mean, is it a good market when you're doing these sales? Is it like the heyday of like radio ads where you're kind of like, you can't even finish the sentence and the client's already signing up and like, hey, I'll take it. Or is it, yeah, was it a, no, a struggle? So. I mean, <laughs> this was around the time when gas cost $4 a gallon and I was driving all over the place all the time. Um, I did work with a few like really large clients, which is really cool to be, get to experience working with like the North Carolina lottery. Um, obviously, I didn't work directly with them. I work with an agency, but also to develop that agency relationship. But I think the biggest thing that I took um, from radio advertising to my, I guess there's two things. There were some, the way that they would create promotions in radio was really cool. And I think it kind of applies to social media. Um, and it helps me think outside the box. Like I worked with this one popcorn company and they made popcorn in all these different flavors. And you know, they're a small mom and pop shop, which is kind of what the businesses I work with now. And they wanted to get people through their doors. So we created a promotion where they made a mystery flavor of popcorn and you had to come in, taste the popcorn, and then you were entered to win tickets to see One Direction. Well, One Direction was huge. All the little kids were so pumped. They were going out, they were tasting the popcorn. And of course, when the parents brought them in to taste the popcorn, they also bought popcorn. So it was a really like successful, that. small, but large scale promotion. Um, and so I took that, but also I think the professionalism in radio really helps me in my business now. Like I like fashion um, and obviously ripped jeans are kind of in fashion right now, but because of what I learned in radio, I won't wear ripped jeans to meet a client um, just because I feel like I want to, I will wear jeans. I, I'm okay with the business casual, but I also just want to make sure that I'm always um, well put together because you, I never know, which is the same in radio. I never know if I'm going to meet with a lawyer that day or a bar owner. Um, so I just like being prepared for both. Yeah, I love that. Can you get into maybe some of the services that you started with and then kind of build on what kind of you do now, I guess? It sounds like you were building a Facebook account and you were growing followers for that Facebook account. What were some of the, like, what was service number two or number three that you started like including yeah. in like your offering? So the followers that I grew that I was talking about was actually an Instagram page to start. So Instagram. I mean, from the get go, I knew that Instagram was what was most important. And I still think that it is most important. I think that Facebook has a huge, um, 
it's still extremely important. Uh, but I think that Instagram is number one. And now of course I'm looking at a TikTok and I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyhow, um, so I did Facebook, Instagram, and I also dabbled in Google ads for a little while. And probably about a year into my business, I had to tell my clients that I was helping with Google ads, you know, like this is too much. I have to, you know, either focus on Facebook and Instagram or focus on Google ads. And I'm choosing to focus on Facebook and Instagram. I'm going to connect you with someone who can take over the Google ads because doing those two animals as a one woman shop, I have another girl that works with me now, but still it just, it wasn't the right thing to spread for me. Love that. And so is the core service that you offer, is it community management or do you run paid media also, or do you do content creation? What type of like. So we are mainly um, content creation and um, helping. It's all so different. I mean, the bread and butter of what we do is that we're going to post for you and we're going to make sure it's consistent and we're going to make sure that it applies to your company. One thing that I always ask of my clients um, is to be there to answer any questions or DMs that come in because that is such an important part of social media. And I mean, I have clients that I've worked with for over three years now and I still don't know. I mean, I work with a chocolate shop in town center and I don't know know what their chocolate has in it. There are so many details that some people ask sometimes that I, there's no way I could ever know even working with them for so long. So I do ask them to come in at that point, but beyond that, we're taking care of it. We're making sure, you know, if they're running, if Easter's coming up, which, you know, this um, coronavirus has added a whole nother element to this, but if Easter's coming up, we're going to make sure we're taking pictures of all the Easter chocolate, making sure that whatever old pictures we have of the Easter content, how can we repurpose that and make it look new this year, cycle it in with new things as well. And speaking of the coronavirus, um, what type of things are you doing differently or what things are you doing that are the same? Maybe start with that. How does that change your business and if, if at all? It's changed my business a lot. Um, so typically I am going out probably three or four days a week to do content creation. And I have been quarantined to my house since last Monday. It's currently Tuesday. Um, just to protect my family, my in-laws watch my baby. So, and they're um, over 60. So I want to make sure that we're okay before we can see them again. So that has been a big element, um, which I thought would open up more time for me and which it has. But um, I think the biggest thing is that everyone every day has a new message to put out. So typically I would program, depending on the client, I might program a week out or two weeks out just to kind of get those things taken care of because, you know, like I said, for the chocolate shop, we know what we're going to be talking about next week, typically. But now in this current market that we're in, the message is changing daily. The hours that a business is open are changing daily. Everyone has a new message to put out. And so we are now doing more in the moment, which is possible because we're home and we're not out and about like we typically are. Um, but it has been extremely busy. Um, I have a few restaurants that I work with and one has had to close their doors completely for a while, which is so hard, but of course we're working with them. And I think it's still so important for them to stay top of mind. And we've worked hard to make the Instagram algorithm work in their favor. And so we can't just be quiet on Instagram just because their doors are shut. And so it's being creative to say, um, you know, like we miss having you for brunch, that sort of thing. Um, how are we going to get that message out still? And then um, 
encouraging different sorts of content too. I mean, for the restaurant, for example, I've messaged their head bartender and I'm like, hey, can you do a Facebook Live in a couple days to show people how to make an at-home cocktail? talking to their head service manager. Hey, can you show people how to set up an at-home date night? Um, because people are scrolling on their phones now more than ever. I mean, the internet hopefully will not break because of the amount of people that are online right now. Um, and so this is an opportune time to put your business out there. It's just, you have to be creative about it. You have to wiggle around. And I'm doing a lot more paid media. You mentioned that before. Um, a lot more Facebook ads. And I haven't seen an uptick in the cost of Facebook ads, which is great. Um, one company that I work for is actually a meal delivery service. So they are booming right now. They're opening up new doors. It's great and it's exciting. Um, and just running lots of ads. <laughs> and I actually yeah. had which was the craziest thing I think in all of this so far, a coffee shop that I used to go to when I lived in North Carolina and sold radio advertising uh, messaged me on Instagram two days ago. And they were like, Hey, we remember you. Can you run some Facebook ads for us? We need help. And I was like, done. I hadn't talked to them in three or four years. It's just so crazy. That is crazy. Now that's, there's a lot of gems in there. Um, business continuity, you know, communication is, you know, in lots of ways elevated um, because to your point, even if your doors are closed, you still need to get your message out. You need to be top of mind or even, you know, adapting how you do things. I think there's a lot of value in that. So that's, that's great to hear. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was going to ask you something else. Um, what are, um, what are some of the things I guess that you do to keep yourself uh, educated on the craft and knowing what um, what's working or where to, you know, to, to run those Facebook ads, you're going to need probably a, a depth of knowledge, you know, to uh, navigate ads manager and ad sets and uh, campaigns and such. Uh, do you go to any good conferences or have you gone to any good conferences? Um, what do you kind I've of do to keep yourself it's up? It's so hard um, because I've studied so much for so long. I was a part of like a mastermind group for probably about a year. Um, and that was really helpful for a little while. And I went to conferences after I went to the mastermind group and the conferences felt so dumbed down um, that I can't really speak to. I think that they would be great for the regular business owner. But when I attended, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't <laughs> want to say something that's helpful, um, which I'm sure everyone's kind of been to that something of the sort in their own industry. You know, you go thinking you're going to learn so much and, and you glean some tidbits. And I think that's kind of where I am at in my business right now is that yes, things are changing and they evolve. Um, and I can glean something from any article or any podcast or anything that I listen to. Um, but I don't have any main sources right now that I'm kind of getting a mass amount of information from. It's just kind of gleaning here and there. And typically my brain, the way that I work, which has been hard because I think a lot while I'm driving um, and I will come up with cool ideas and I'll, you know, voice them into my phone so that I can then come back to them later, um, which is kind of like a little bit of my creative process. And now it's almost happening when I lay down to go to bed at night and that's not good. So I got to learn to redirect that. Um, but uh, podcasts are another way that kind of get my brain ticking. Like I know everyone's probably heard of Gary Vanderchuk and he's crazy and he actually drives me crazy, but something he'll say will make me start being like, oh, okay. It'll take my brain in a thought pattern 
probably away from what he's saying for the last 10 minutes of whatever the heck he's screaming about. Um, something that can help my client. Love it. How many years have you been in business? Over three. I really need to figure out exactly how. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you've accomplished a you lot. Always, in, why uh, so fast? Yeah. Three years when you're running a company is, I'd say, easily like nine, you know, like of just like regular work, I guess, because you just, you just see so much, you know. Um, but no, that's been, this has been great. Um, what are, um, I guess, any, any shout outs for any like projects you've done recently, any clients that you're particularly uh, impressed with um, either what they've been doing or how they've handled any scenarios, any, uh, any plugs? Oh man, I'm always so like, my brain is always so all over the place. The home delivery company, the neighborhood artists, they're um, a farm out in Suffolk. They have a hydroponic growing system where they grow lettuces and they've just really expanded over the past year. I mean, they have meats, they have, and it's all Virginia grown things, which is really cool. The lettuce comes directly from them, but the other things they're sourcing from local farmers and stuff like that. And so they're, they deliver to all of Hampton roads. And actually I just got a text before I came on this call that they're going to be extending to Richmond. So I'm going to be putting together ads for them tomorrow in Richmond. And I think it's just really cool that they are meeting so many needs right now. I mean, my grandfather who is in a kind of assisted living situation out in Suffolk, he got the neighborhood harvest before, but it's even better now because he really needs to stay home. And this is a safe way for him and his girlfriend to get their groceries. Um, who else am I loving right now? I mean, cycle bar in Hilltop has really evolved in a cool way. I just, which I can show you. Um, there's a cycle bar bike in my house right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're renting out the bikes because, you know, you can't go there and working oh, out at home, getting your cardio at home. I hate running. I'm not going to get my cardio. I'm just going to blow up eating ice cream. But now I have a bike that just got delivered here today. So hopefully, however long I have to be locked in, I can, of course, I prefer the community there and they're doing so many cool things. I've been able to work with them on, you know, trying to put recipes out to their community, trying to, their community is so tight knit and so supportive of one another and the instructors are just there. Um, and so I think that getting the bikes out and doing these online workouts is going to be really cool. That's perfect. Well, this is wonderful. Um, getting these, you know, the, this, uh, these glimpses of, uh, of hope, I would say, <laughs> you know, and there, there's a, I think the news cycle has so many uh, things that we just have to pay attention to. And at the same time, you know, it can be uh, breaking news can, can do a lot uh, at a, at a fast pace. Um, yeah. People really so, activity right now. Yeah. How long do you think this is going to last? Do you think we are, uh, you know, weeks away from going back to, you know, less than social distancing, or is this something that, you know, is longer? What do you, what's your, what's your take? I mean, I am a, I believe in Jesus, and I believe that everything's going to be all right. I think, I think that there are so many positive things to come of this, even though it, it sucks, and a lot of businesses are struggling, but I think that it's, we can all find faith in that we're all in this together. Like ever, not like one, I might be busier, but I'm not making any more money because I'm busy. I'm just busy. Um, I think we're all in this together. We're all going to figure it out together. And I really do think that with the warm weather will come better days. I think that 
I don't know. I guess I just listened to the positivity and I quit cable like three weeks before this. So we don't oh, even lucky you. watch it. <laughs> lucky you. Yeah. I'm still trying to get there, but that's great. That's great. Yeah. So just Netflix over here and trying to just look at the positives. I mean, from what I've seen is that, you know, some of the medications are evidently doing better. The It's growing at a slower rate. Um, I just, I have faith. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's about. Well, this is fantastic. Where can the viewers, listeners follow you and connect with you and, and get in touch about some of that social media and some of that paid media? I love it. Thank you. Um, so my personal handle is Tilly's Threads. Um, Tilly was my maiden name. And since there were so many Britneys growing up in high school, everyone just called me Tilly. Um, and I, a lot of my clients still call me Tilly, but it's T-I-L-L-E-Y-S and then Threads, T-H-R-E-A-D-S. Um, and so I have a personal blog and um, a personal page, but my business page is Tilly's Social Threads. So same thing, just with the word social sliced in between. Love that. Well, and thank you again. A, a little idea. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You, if you don't mind. Please. Yeah, so, yeah. Drop, drop, drop the knowledge here. It'll, it'll go on uh, to all the listeners too. I would love to see it. So one of my clients is a athleisure company and I was trying to brainstorm with her because, you know, right now you still want to sell, but people don't want to just be sold to right now. They want to they want to consume content, but they don't just want you to be like, buy this, buy this, buy this. So I told her that I want her to go in her closet and show us how she either, you know, cleans out for spring. How do you shift your wardrobe? And I think that could work for you too. You know, like what bags do you move out or how do you decide to retire a bag? What is a like red flag? Because I have a closet full of bags and I would love to get rid of some of them, but you are a authority in that. So you can say, Hey, if your bag is, has strings over here and this string, it might be time to replace it. So you can take those two bags out of your closet that you're not using and are bad and replace it with this nice one that I have that is made from recycled materials. Boom. All right. Just send the invoice over Tilly's threads. Perfect. <laughs> that was on the <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for doing this yeah no problem thanks for having me